Welcome back to the Man of War podcast. My name is Rafa Kande, and of course, I am a man on a mission here to transform you into a modern day warrior, into a man of action, a man who steps up come hell or high water, a man who wants to be a stronger father, husband, leader, visionary. That's right. A warrior minded man. Listen up. Thank you so much for making Redefining the 21st Century Man a national bestseller. Yes, yes, yes. 12 languages is going to be translated into over the next uh, few months. And I'm going to be bringing you an audiobook as has been requested across the board many times. So thank you so much. Now, what I want to talk about here today is a specific subject very near and dear to my heart. Leadership. How a man leads. And there are many, many ways to lead. And I, um, one of the books, by the way, that I'm reading right now, great book, John Wooden on leadership. Wow. You know, this individual, this, this man was just phenomenal. Um, definitely one of the best coaches, basketball coaches to ever walk this planet. His leadership style has rubbed off on so many people. Uh, both from a, a athletic perspective and from a business perspective. So many great principles. I would highly recommend that you go buy his book, uh, John Wooden on Leadership, and read it over and over again. So this is the deal. Leadership starts at home. And what I mean by at home means in your home, in your castle. And if you can't lead yourself, you can't lead anybody else. We have so many men out there who call themselves men, but can't lead their family out of an open door. And the reality is that starts with you. Are you a man of honor making commitments to yourself that you can actually follow through? Are you a man who continues to do things that are strong, that are accurate, that are on point? Are you a man or are you a man who continues to do things that are not healthy for you, that are toxic, that are lame, that are really for losers? Because if you're going to be a leader, you're going to constantly have to step up your game. You're going to have to do things. I like to call them strong things that have impact, that have power, things that you do with purpose and intent. The reality is that most men don't have a backbone to really be a good, strong leader. And it's not because they can't achieve it or accomplish it to get to that level, but most men don't have the heart to follow through. In my book, I talk about having the heart of a lion to be a leader. And without a doubt, a man must have that. But it all starts from within. It all starts from really digging deep into finding out who you are, what you're about, and what you're capable of doing. Then to start living by a code, a code of ethics, a code of morals, and sticking it. I mean, literally sticking to it like white on rice. So, you know, I look back and, and I start saying, well, my life, when did really, I mean, when did really leadership come into play. I mean, and it's confusing for me because I don't have a time. I don't remember when leadership came to play in my life, when I was learning leadership deeply. I mean, my father was a, was a man who, who led by example, hardworking guy, 
Um, and I say was, but he still is. Um, and he had, he's always focused on keeping the family together. Um, he led in a very um, humble manner, um, but it was all about family. It was all about togetherness. And I was taught that from a very young age. However, when it came to leadership and to drive and to grow and, and to get out of that box and, and to really get into a position where you are successful and impacting others, I don't know when that came. All I know is that I trained heavily in the martial arts in my life and I followed a protocol, a very strong disciplined approach to the mind and to you know, working with techniques and strategies and loved philosophy and have been reading for years and years and years. And it just happened. And it happened in a way that little by little, I started stepping up and taking the lead. And typically people would see that I lead by example more than by talking. And I believe that's the sign really of a great leader, leading by example rather than leading by by talking. Now, of course, a good leader needs to disseminate a message, have a way to articulate the message and get it out there to people. A good leader needs to be, especially a good visionary, needs to put out his message also in a way where people can connect to his message. A great storyteller, right? I mean, we look at the best leaders of that we've ever seen in the world. They're great storytellers. They translate the story and create this unbelievable um, fusion of connection between the people that are listening to him and his message. So very, very important to be able to, to articulate your message and get it out there. But starting from the baseline, how do you build a strong leader? First and foremost, like I said earlier, you need to commit, you need to have self-discipline, self-control, you need to have a vision and a mission, and you constantly need to be the one who steps up. Do not be the person that sits on the sidelines and then watches everybody around you do what they need to do, and then at the last second you run in. No, you want to be hands-on. You want to be also a person where uh, a man of action, where you're executing on what you are seeing. So it's not just good enough. And I've said this many, many times, not good enough just to read a fucking book. Just not good enough. You have to implement what you learn in that book into your life. It's almost like you have to manifest it. Once you get to a level where you're manifesting it, where it's something that you can use in your life day in and day out, bam, there comes the change. You know, see, a lot of men call themselves leaders, but in reality, they're not leaders. You know, they're just men who are in a position of management, and maybe they got to that position in some shape, you know, way, shape, or form. Who knows how the hell they got there? But keep in mind, if people don't follow you because of you, and they just follow you because of your position, you're not a true leader. So, First and foremost, and I've said this three times now, but I'm a little bit redundant when it comes to specific principles, get your shit together. The next part of this journey of becoming a strong leader, it's all about learning. It's all about being humble. It's all about surrounding yourself with people that you can learn from, absorb knowledge, Put yourself in critical situations. Put yourself in difficult situations that you have to unwrap what's happening. 
So let me give you one of the, now that I, this just came out in my mind right now. So I'm thinking leadership for me also started to change when I was in law enforcement, when I was taking calls and had to immediately solve a problem. I mean, that's what law enforcement officers do all the time, every single day. They're adult babysitters, basically, right? And they're constantly having to resolve problems quickly, efficiently, making decisions, moving forward, getting things handled, de-escalating situations um, quickly. So that is important. When you're out there de-escalating situations and having to figure things out, you start building these tangibles that help you really become a stronger leader. I'm not saying that you're going to be a, a leader because you, you resolve problems um, only, but that's that's a good component of becoming a leader. So put yourself in critical situations that you have to. They, there's no way out except resolving problems or resolving issues. That's going to get you stronger. Another thing that you should do always, okay, surround yourself with people that are that you can learn from, that you can uh, that they can mentor you, and you could kind of ride their coat, you know, their coattails a little bit. And there's nothing better than learning on the job as you go. You can learn their their strengths and you can learn their weaknesses. You can learn what to do and what not to do and then kind of build your own model of who you are as a leader from there. As you progress as a leader, then the next thing is being able to disseminate your vision, your the way that you, because ultimately, keep in mind, and I've heard this many times, and I believe it to be true. Leadership is a position where you're doing everything you can in the right way to get people to do ultimately what you want them to do. Simple as that. And once that happens, you know, you get yourself to a position that you can from your leadership position, you get to you get to a higher position. So there are different levels of, of leadership, right? When we talk about leadership, we talk about you know level one leadership, level two leadership, level three leadership, and these levels are when men get stronger and their foundation gets stronger, and they're able to disseminate a message in a certain way, and they create more of a movement. They create more of a following base, right? People think that because they got followers on social media that they're leaders. I got to tell you something. That's a bunch of fucking bullshit if I've ever heard it. Okay. You may be entertaining and shit like that, but people aren't going to follow you for leadership. People don't follow you because you are a leader. Now, some people, yes, on social media, but definitely the majority, hell no. Okay. So as you build to certain levels of leadership, you get stronger in your ways. You have a little bit more ability to see what is happening. You have a little bit more ability to create an atmosphere. So in level one leadership, the way I like to look at it is you come in, you're basically disseminating your vision and people are following you based on a connect, right? In that second level of leadership, people not only follow you based on their connection, but now they also see your vision with you, right? It's not just that they feel good about something and they believe that you're an honest, good-hearted guy that has their best interest in hand, but it's also about seeing your vision eye to eye. When I say that is powerful, that is beyond powerful, man. It, it is 
it transcends every emotion, every feeling that a human being has when they're able to see things through the eyes of the leader. All right, that that's an entirely different step. And then finally, uh, level three, a leader is everything that one and two has, but now a leader has gotten to a level where he doesn't even have to say anything. The sur the surrounding world around him is operating and executing in this culture that he developed based on people seeing his vision, based on people connecting with him. Now, when he speaks, when he disseminates a message, it's just about ev evolution. It's about evolving. It's about taking those people to an entirely different level. It's pushing their levels of accountability, of self-confidence, okay, of assuredness to higher levels. You know, you look at, at CEOs like Jack Welch, right? He held a lot of people accountable. I mean, a lot of people say that this guy is and was relentless and ruthless, but you know, his strategy was one that he pushed the limits. Absolutely. And he held people accountable. Um, you, you know, you, you can go read many books out there with from different leaders and take certain leadership strategies and tactics and philosophies and bring it to you, bring it to your center. Um, and that's how we grow. So let me be very clear here. Um, the world that we live in now is very specific on who they follow. There's something that I left out completely here, but I want to attack now because we need to isolate that. Leaders need to be raw. Leaders need to be upfront with their people. When leaders become very secretive, when leaders become um, not really who they are, they're shifting personalities on all the time, they fail to be authentic, right? And being an authentic leader, someone who says it how it is, sometimes people are not going to like it, and that's just the way it goes. And someone who is always looking at the betterment of his people around him, and constantly, constantly, and this is a key principle here that should be adhered to by every manager, every supervisor, every leader out there, is no matter what happens, you constantly take the blame of shit. That's just the way it's going to roll, right? You're going to pass that credit on to your team, and you're going to take the blame. That's right. Don't start pointing fingers at people and saying that they are the cause of your downfall, of the inadequacies of the team. Because as a leader, it is up to you. It rests squarely on your shoulders to lead your squads, to lead your people. So always, always, without a doubt, pass that credit to your people and take the blame on your shoulders when the time comes. You don't need to be the shining star. That's not the way leaders roll. As you grow as a leader, one thing that you're going to find out real quickly 
it's not this superposition that so many think they think of the president and leaders of companies speaking to large crowds and inspiring them leadership is very lonely at the top because what happens is you're not going to make everybody happy it's just the way it goes take it from me i lead hundreds of men in the men of war society i coach men all the time thousands and thousands of men and i could tell you that what you do what you say, your actions are all are not always going to please people. That's just the way it goes. But with that said, as a leader, you're not there to please anybody. Like I said at the beginning of this conversation, this podcast was a leader's job is to disseminate a powerful message with conviction and ultimately to get people to do what he wants them to do. That's the end goal. Simple as that. It may be a little shallow, but that's exactly when you break it down, essentially what it's about. Leaders of our time over the last hundred years have had different strategies. They've had different philosophies and concepts, the way that they've laid out leadership. But guess what? The end goal was the same fucking goal, to get people to do what they wanted them to do. It's as simple as that. So first and foremost, get yourself doing what ultimately your mind wants it to do. Start moving with your body and start executing on your mission. And when you're capable of doing that, everything changes now you can call yourself a leader of yourself self-leadership and continue building until you can start leading others that's how you start developing leadership from the ground up all right guys until next time your life may be challenging and full of dangers but never retreat your last battle may be your greatest victory